0: Natasha is currently changing out all of the toilet paper in all of the bathrooms in the house because we were wiping our butts with literal sandpaper. Because Natasha decided that she wanted to buy toilet paper during a pandemic and didn't stop to think about the fact that maybe everybody had bought all the toilet paper. And so now we have to moisturize our butt cheeks. Welcome back, everybody. So, our cat is currently taking a big old dump behind us. He sure is, in his litter box. So, So we have our... Oh, he's done.
1: (laughs) Thank God. That was quick.
0: We have, like, in our office, he's got his own little, like, hut over here that he uses the restroom in. And um, he always finds the most convenient times to take big, fat dumps are when... (laughs) We're in here recording a podcast, or I am playing Xbox. Because
1: <laughs> those are the only two things we do in here.
0: <laughs> so we have no choice but to drop everything and clean up his poop. <laughs> yes,
1: but his hut's pretty cool. I would just like to say, anybody that has a cat as well as a dog, and their dog likes to eat, likes to eat cat's poop, um, on. Chewy? No, 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 no. I got it at, uh...
0: Amazon, right? No, I
1: gotta think I got it on uh, Wayfair <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe Overstock. Anyways, they all have them. Just find the cheapest deal. It is a bench that has the spot for the cat litter, and your dog cannot reach it. It's kind of expensive, but it's really worth it. So, there's my promotional ad for the day.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool, because it, like... Uh, because we have a dog, and because Uba likes to eat cat poop... <laughs> Fun fact about our little girl. We we had to get something to cover it. Yeah. Now, she does not go in there, mostly because she gets she kind of scared. Either. And she can't really go through it, because it has, like, two layers. Mm-hmm. So the cat has to go through a little room, and then he gets into the litter box. And hey, he dust
1: off his paws when he comes out of the litter yeah, box.
0: Yeah, he off his paws, so he doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> although he doesn't. He makes a mess all over the floor. He does. But...
1: But it's actually really cool. It looks like furniture. Anyways, that is besides the point and not what we are supposed to be talking about yeah. today. So,
0: <laughs> but we um last time we talked to you guys, we talked about our wedding, and nothing's changed.
1: Wedding planning is going <laughs> stressful. Um, just kidding. It's really not too bad. But we're getting a good idea. We're gonna look at venues in a couple weeks. We're mm. gonna lock it down. hmm Gotta go look at dresses. Oh, some goodness. wedding bands.
0: We're... Not
1: bands as in DJ, work a, work a whack, but <laughs> I like bands.
0: so and Natasha has this little planner that she got on Amazon that literally breaks down month per month what we should be working on. And so we're just slowly kind of checking things off because there's a section that's like 12 plus months to go because if we're going to do it in May of 2022. I mean, we've got a while, but there's still a bunch of stuff we need to get figured out, especially venues and guest lists and Mm -hmm. all that fun stuff so yeah so we're all starting to put all that stuff together it's exciting it's stressful but i mean i'm excited yeah so um we're still looking at may of 2022 for those of you who who care and are wondering probably
1: everybody that's listening is more than likely on our invite list so
0: yeah but um so we're excited for that nothing's really changed nothing's changed drastically to where we need to talk about it but i mean here we are. It's still there. So um, The puppy's <laughs> still doing great. She is...
1: <laughs> kind of. She had an accident two nights ago. Um, <clears throat> Both number one and number two. Well, she's
0: a puppy too.
1: In our living room. But she's been good up until this point. She hasn't yeah. had that kind of accident since day one. So she's like back to, you know, day one. But she hasn't had any accident since. And mommy cleaned up the rug with our carpet cleaner. So we're yeah. fine.
0: Yeah, she... She she had some she had some poopies on a rug and that was not cool. She got in trouble for that one, but, she did. So, um but she's doing great. She's out there sleeping on the couch right now. They're both pooped cuz they went to grandma's house today. Yeah,
1: they did. <laughs> they got to run around with the other puppers.
0: So, um but Natasha's got um she, she had a novel idea.
1: Oh my god. To do
0: a fun fact of the week.
1: And a thought of the day. And
0: a thought of the day, which I guess so. it's more
1: of like a week. I just hit the mic, so I'm so sorry if any of you, anybody heard like a little. That was my face, <laughs> um, but I I guess it's more of the week. But anyways,
0: what's your fun fact of the week, Natasha?
1: Uh, the f- random fun fact of the week is a goldfish. A goldfish has a memory span. Of guess, guess, guess.
0: Two seconds. No, three. (laughs) (laughs) Three seconds?
1: (laughs) Only three seconds. So, wow.
0: That's almost as much as Kaya.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, could you imagine that, though? Like, I would have already forgot. I would already be doing something different.
0: I don't know how you can function as an organism by only having three-second memory span. What can you accomplish in three seconds?
1: Nothing. That's why they swim in a bowl.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but they reproduce somehow. I feel like even reproducing has to take has more than three th- seconds. <laughs> you have to remember three more than three seconds. To, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I guess that's just nature and how it works. But are
1: they asexual? I don't know. I don't know if they are either. They're are goldfish asexual? Another fun fact. We will let you know next week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a goldfish.
1: I never had any fish growing up either. We only had... Four-legged animals. And, well, a snake, so that doesn't have legs. But I've had snakes, lizards, uh, what are they called? The little crabs? The little... Hermit crabs? Hermit crabs. We had those. We had cats. We had dogs. I think that's everything.
0: Well, and my parents always told me that fish were a waste of money because they always die.
1: But
0: they're cute. And I guarantee... Well, I agree. I agree with that statement because all my friends who ever got fish always said that they died. And so, what's the point? You but go your to Walmart. Also
1: had like a giant tank of fish.
0: Yeah, that was at that was at the new house, <laughs> but they never really got like goldfish.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Because
0: the goldfish always died. Yeah. These fish that they got were like saltwater. specialty fish. No, they weren't saltwater. It was a freshwater tank, but they were more different fish that you. were more expensive. They lasted longer because you know they they do die. And what what's the the angelfish? That...
1: Angel or beta? The beta ones are really aggressive.
0: I think angelfish don't they die really quick too?
1: I don't know. I've never had it. My grandma had a lot of fish. She liked fish.
0: I always got sad about the fish that that you would see in Walmart in like the little containers. Those like, are
1: the beta fish. The
0: Tupperware. Containers. Yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> those are betas. But they they do like smaller containers and they're good by themselves. Like they don't like other fish. So if you mix betas, usually one will kill the other. It's like mm. a dominance thing. So only get one beta fish people.
0: Yeah. So what's your thought of the day?
1: Um, yes. <clears> hmm. <throat> so my thought of the day <laughs> is gratitude <gasps> is the memory of the heart.
0: Uh. It's
1: kinda confusing. Gratitude memory is the of memory of the memory of the uh, heart
0: what does gratitude mean to you
1: gratitude
0: <laughs> yeah gratitude
1: well it's not attitude sometimes
0: you got a big gratitude you know, grumpy
1: is, pants attitude yeah you
0: can put <laughs> your GPs on and you got a grumpy pants <laughs> I don't, what is grat- gratitude to me sounds like the similar it, it's almost the like same as being thankful yeah. or appreciative Are those not the same thing?
1: Gratitude towards something. Hey, Siri. No, I'm just kidding. Let me not.
0: Are those not the same thing?
1: I think it is. Gratitude. Having gratitude towards something is definitely being, like, grateful, appreciating something. Like, yeah. I believe so.
0: So that is, what, the memory of the heart?
1: I guess because if you're grateful for things and you reflect back on it, your heart, in terms of pureness and happiness, would be reflected of... What you're grateful for and thankful for what other people have done for you i don't know maybe that's what i'm kind of getting if that even made sense (laughs) didn't make
0: sense to me i'm just kidding i mean it's not supposed to make a whole lot of sense it's just a thought it's a thought of the day people
1: so don't look too much
0: into it think about that thought tell us what you think about gratitude being the memory of the heart and let us know What the difference between being thankful and grateful and having gratitude are.
1: Because clearly we're uneducated. I mean, we we could look up up the answers. We bachelor
0: degrees. We could look up the answers, but that's a waste of time. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. So,
0: uh, one thing I want to talk about is um, sort of an update on this whole COVID situation, which is everybody's lives, but... I mean, obviously now we we've got a different president at the head of everything and um he's got this goal of I think it's like a hundred million vaccines in the first hundred days is what he wants to to push out. Um and I guess that was sort of I don't know if he was championed by Trump or started by Trump, but it was already in the works and that, you know, Trump wanted the same goals and now Biden is like sticking to it and trying to carry that out the most he can. I I saw something today that he increased um food stamps.
1: Really? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, he increased increased the rollout for food stamps today and he's begun his push for this like one point nine trillion dollar stimulus package that is supposed to include obviously the fourteen hundred dollars that
1: the additional, yeah. Yeah,
0: the the um Primarily, the Democrats want us to get as well as, you know, more help for those who are struggling, more unemployment benefits, stuff like that. So, and I've always wondered this, and I want to know what your thought about this was because I can see both sides of every argument for this stimulus package. But a part of me says that... One, getting this stimulus package, yes, it adds more debt to the United States. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. I mean, where are we going to find $1.9 trillion? We we don't. We just print more money and, and we like give we it, it, it more people. <laughs> pretend like we have it and pretend that we're going to get it back eventually. But it's never going to happen. And so, to me, it's really like what controls this idea of national debt and currency and stuff like that. I mean, no other country is going to be in debt in American dollars, per se. Mm-hmm. So, like, we, we we have this big stimulus package and, it, you know, it gets approved. And, you know, yeah, we're another $2 trillion in debt. But what does that mean? Does that do anything to us?
1: I feel like all of our money, like, that's being printed, especially for stimulus, it's just, like, fake money. Like, I feel like it's yeah. not real. I feel like money's not even real. It's just... Yeah. Specialty paper. Like, it does not hold any sort of significance. I know I kind of sound probably stupid. It does hold a significance. But if you really look at the bigger picture, like, they're just printing money. And, and that we don't have. And it's not like it's coming out of somebody's bank account. Like, it's yeah. just, I don't know. The whole concept of money has always baffled me.
0: Well, and I I, I listen to quite a bit of podcasts, actually, while I'm at work. And Logan Paul's podcast He had one of his last episodes, he had a a conversation with a guy who does YouTube videos. I forgot the guy's name, but he sort of claims himself as a specialist in Bitcoin, which is what's called a cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, this guy is assuming that Bitcoin is the currency of the future, and he believes that the reason that Bitcoin is so attractive is because it is a national currency that is unified no matter where you are in the entire world. Versus as soon as you leave the country, you're all of a sudden in a different currency with a different dollar amount, different amounts mean different things, different numbers, stuff like that. So the thing with Bitcoin is it's one, one Bitcoin means the same thing in America as it means in Australia, as it means in Japan, whatever you're in. So at that point Mm -hmm. debt would make sense to me because if we're in debt, you have to get that money from somewhere. Mm -hmm. And if you don't necessarily know what Bitcoin is, basically it's like a digital currency that is not held anywhere. There's a, there's a a finite amount in the entire world and you like mine it based off of computer algorithms and all that weird stuff. But Nobody controls it. So it is a decentralized currency that not one country controls. And we're able to track where that currency goes. So like if I send you a Bitcoin, Mm -hmm. anybody in the entire world can see it or or get a hold of that information. It's not like the United States dollar where I'm dropping (laughs) pens on the floor. But it's not like the United States dollar where if somebody gives somebody $100, there's no record of it you know uh, okay so I it changes it changes the face of everything and the meaning of everything and the reason i say this is because so many people are against obviously the stimulus package and the money that it's gonna you know we're gonna have to pull out of somewhere but at the same time where is that money at in the first place like if we just made two trillion more dollars who would know And I know this is a really big topic for us to be tackling on this tiny (laughs) podcast, but I I don't know. I don't see see the proper argument behind not getting a stimulus package. Because the only thing it means to me is that we're putting more money in the hands of people that need it most, Mm -hmm. theoretically, if the money is dispersed in the way it should be.
1: Correctly. Excellent.
0: Yeah. And... I don't necessarily see the downside to that.
1: I don't either. But I've always wondered this too, like how we will do stuff for other countries and give other countries money and give other countries food and do this and that and blah blah blah. But then whenever it gets to doing stuff for our own country, people have so much to say about it. Like do you know how much stuff goes on behind the scenes in terms that like that us Americans don't know about? How much mm-hmm. money and aid and all this other stuff gets sent to other countries, but then the moment we start putting dollar amounts and other stuff on our own people, because it's our own tax money, we have issues, but our tax money is probably also going towards other countries. So, right. Like, what's the difference? Because, I mean, there's a lot of people struggling right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people really struggling. I think it's yeah. worse now than it was when it started.
0: Well, and in my mind, I I know economics is a really difficult subject. And people spend their entire lives studying it. Uncovering it. And uncovering it and figuring out how it works and blah, blah, blah. But in my mind, at this day and time, if the United States pulls $2 trillion out of their butt and puts it back into the economy and gives it to people in need... Yes, they say we go in debt, quote unquote, but what is that debt to ourselves?
1: Yeah, I just don't understand. Like, how do we just make more money? I never understood money or like the cost of things. <laughs> I mean, like, who decides that that lamp is a hundred dollars?
0: Well, it all has to do with supply and demand at the end of the day.
1: I know, but I just like and
0: how much you're willing to give the for value said lamp and... of
1: a dollar, the value, like. It's just a piece of paper. Well,
0: and the value of a dollar changes so much because we always think about it in terms of, you know, how much you spend on a certain item. Mm-hmm. But we also don't think about when somebody takes a, an American dollar outside of this country and exchanges it for 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 pesos or euros. All of a sudden, that one dollar bill is now X amount in a different yeah, currency, you're right. which. I guess the end goal and the reason why Bitcoin is so popular right now and it's one of the biggest things to invest in is because the end goal is to have a decentralized currency among all nations on this planet. To Whether you're in you know, the middle of Pennsylvania or if you're in Antarctica, one dollar or one Bitcoin is the exact same. And I think that that would solve <laughs> a lot of issues because right now... I'm always confused on, okay, we say we go into debt. We say we have this much debt, et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, how do we pay that back? Like, where do we get it from? Never.
1: (laughs) Which is why America has been in debt forever and ever and ever and ever.
0: Well, and it just makes, in my mind, it's like, yes, we're X amount of trillion dollars in debt. But the value of a dollar has slowly increased. So, in my mind, shouldn't the value of the debt increase as well, theoretically, You know, what was once a trillion dollars should now be three or four trillion. So it's just going to keep climbing. And it's just going to keep climbing getting worse and worse. And we're just going to see that end number. And I don't know. That's always been my issue. And I don't know anything about this at all. I mean, I went to school for theater, for God's sakes. I I don't (laughs) know what I'm talking about. But it it always fascinated me because we have so much, you know, confusion and confrontation about this stimulus package and you know how much it's going to cost our nation and blah 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 but i mean if we're giving people you know the neediest families in america 1400 extra dollars to help them pay the rent for one month yes it's not life-changing yes it's not going to help them the next month but it's going to alleviate some of that stress this month and it's going to put that money back into the economy you know yeah as long as we're not taking all that money and Shipping it overseas, I don't see the problem.
1: I keep squeaking my shoes on the chair. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know, know either. I just I feel like it's a topic that I don't know enough about or understand completely yeah, and either. can fully comprehend it because I haven't been taught the information. Yeah. That it just baffles me and I can't wrap my head around just printing money. Like it just <laughs> it just gets printed. How? I mean, I I don't I just don't get it. I just <laughs> well,
0: I've I've been thinking about this stuff a lot because I just started this previous week. I just started my four hundred one k at my job. I also start also started a Roth IRA, which I've always told Natasha she needs to start one of those. And it's just I'm looking at you know how much money I'm going to have in retirement, and they're telling me figures like one point six million dollars. But when I retire in, I mean, forty plus years, how much is one point six million dollars really going to be?
1: Oh wow! I didn't think like. About that.
0: Is it? It's not like one point six million today. Is not nearly as much money as it will be. In twenty sixty five. I was going to
1: say, if you think back like fifty years ago when our parents were younger, mm-hmm. if you had five hundred thousand that was a lot more money than it is today. So, I mean, I'm sure it wouldn't depreciate too, too much, but I don't think it's going to be like how it is with $1 million today.
0: It's just interesting because, you know, yeah, it sounds great now, but at the end of the day, is it really going to be as great as I think it is? Or is it best for me just to keep the money now? You know, I guess it's just money being put away, so at least I'll have money. I guess that's the the main point about it, Mm -hmm. because you know, if I don't put the money away, I won't have it. I'll just spend it all.
1: And plus, you're going to be putting money in your savings anyways. Yeah. So, I mean, you just can't pull this money out without any fees.
0: Well, and this money also grows at a much higher rate. I Mm -hmm. mean, the money I'm putting into a Roth IRA, yes, you're capped at $6,000 per year, but it also grows, and your interest compounds... So, you know, the money, if you're making a 8% return on the money you're putting into the Roth IRA every single year, that money is just going to go right back into the account, and then that money is going to grow at 8%, and you're just compounding interest for, you know, 60 years. And so a Roth IRA at, at 59.5, I believe, you can start to pull out of it. <laughs> Our cat just jumped off the washing machine
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's trying to jump back on because he likes to get on top of the cabinets in there (laughs) and hide
0: (laughs) i don't know why we're talking about this we just got
1: down like a really windy road about economics and money and And we're the
0: last people to talk about economics absolutely i think we do really well for ourselves and we are very smart with our money But I don't think we're smart enough to like turn it into something else, you know?
1: No, we do not have enough knowledge to do that. Which
0: is my (laughs) next step like in my financial situation is I want to take my money and I want it to work for me Mm -hmm. versus just having it and putting it away and then using it later. Like I want – if I have money left over, I want to put it into something that is going to make me even more money down the road – and that's just what I need to figure out. And unfortunately, they don't teach you this in high school. They, they don't, don't teach you this in beginning college classes. You mm-hmm. only get taught this if you go to school for it and you're interested. Or if you have parents who are currently doing it. But unfortunately, neither of us have parents who did any of that. So, it's... Sorry, our cat. Hold on, I think our cat just crazy. fell
1: in the washer. I'll be back. <laughs>
0: Anyway, we saved our cat, and <laughs> he didn't drown.
1: Don't he worry. didn't
0: drown in the washer. He was just trying to explore, and he explored a little too far. But um, yeah, so I mean, that's kind of where we're at financially. And I think we're, like I said, we're making the right decisions, and we're saving money and putting it aside. And but the thing is, I mean, now we're gonna have a lot of stuff to spend it on. Yeah. Um, we did make the the decision this week to buy a house.
1: We did. I think we did. As long as we find one, ah, it stresses me out.
0: I don't know why it stresses you out so much.
1: Because it's scary. I mean...
0: It's an investment, but it's in my mind, it's like buying a really big car that's going to make us money.
1: Yeah, but did you see how hard it was for me to buy a car? It took me a year and a half to buy a new car.
0: <laughs> yeah, but this is together. We're doing it together.
1: Yeah, well, you know... I just, I'm excited because right now what we're paying in rent, we can have a pretty good priced house in Columbia. So that's the biggest issue right now. So yeah. um, I found this house tonight, which obviously it's not going to be available when we're looking in the next five months, but this house was perfect like, I could not have thought of a better house. It was updated. <laughs> it had a huge back porch with a pergola and a huge grassy backyard. It had double shower heads. Like, it had all this really cool stuff. <laughs> and I really want the house. And I'm not going to get it. But it's okay. Because that just means there's a better house out there in our time frame.
0: So, the dilemma that we're running into is we're renting right now. Um, and we hate it. And the biggest reason that we hate it is, one... It's a terrible financial decision. I mean, renting is a bad idea. The only reason that you should rent is if you are unsure of where you are going to end up or if you're here temporarily for for college or whatever it may be. So the reason that we're renting is obviously we just got out of college. We had rented all throughout college. We didn't know where we were going to be. I mean, honestly, we still don't know where we're going to be, but we're in a better decision to stay in an area and stay there for a longer period of time. That's
1: making us some money right now, and we can build up what we need to and move on from there.
0: And so, I mean, the biggest difference that we have right now is obviously we're renting a house and giving money to somebody, and we're never going to see that money again. But if we were to purchase a house, stay here, even if it's just for two to three years, we're putting money into an investment that we will eventually sell and gain equity on, you know? It's it's not something that we're necessarily um, going to lose money on because real estate is an appreciating asset,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's just going to keep increasing and stuff like that. So we're we're, we're stuck between um, we're stuck between continuing to rent and paying thirteen hundred dollars plus a month, and buying a house, potentially paying eleven to twelve hundred dollars a month and making it our own and making it our own and being able to do benefits
1: from later on when we decide to sell it
0: and that's the thing even if we gain you know five ten thousand dollars in equity that's still five to ten thousand dollars
1: it is and that's going to be money towards our next house
0: (laughs) and and, you know it's just equity down the road you know you 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 deal with it then and you get it taken care of now the upside and everybody's like well yeah but if you buy a house and you have to take care of everything yourself We are absolutely prepared to do everything by ourselves.
1: That we are. Because
0: we're tired of letting other people do it.
1: And plus, I also know some really great people that are smart and know about home improvements and home fixes and different things that that, we'll be just fine with.
0: That doesn't even matter that much. It's just the fact that every time we have an issue in this house, it takes at least (laughs) two to three weeks for it to get fixed. I mean, our heat right now... Unless it's something minor. Our heat right now hasn't been working properly since the beginning of December.
1: Yep. December 17th, to be exact, because I just sent them a um, very kindly worded email about my anger (laughs) of no heat. Well, correctly working heat that doesn't run constantly for 19 hours a day and bring up our electric bill because it blows out cold air half the time. So...
0: And, I mean, the only issue we have with that is they have to send out whoever they want we have no choice we can't we have no say in who they send out Mm -hmm. we can't tell them anything we can't force them to do anything if it was up to us we would bring out one of the guys that you know from work that works on acs all all day long and it would have been done a month ago the (laughs) first week yeah and yeah we would have had to pay for it but a job like this i mean i would have paid 100 200 bucks to get everything fixed Instead of all the money that we're losing on the back end on our electricity bill for the last month. So,
1: exactly,
0: y- you know, we understand the cost of these things. I mean, we understand if our, if an AC unit goes out, that's a lot of money, which is why we're being smart when we're buying houses. <laughs> we understand things like, you know, termite bonds and how much money that can cost and how mm-hmm. much it should cost and, you know, all the different things that we need to look out for. And And luckily, being in our positions... And the jobs that we have right now is helping us so much. Because (laughs) (laughs) when we find a house, I can inspect that house myself. And I can do a full inspection. If anything looks bad, we move on to the next one.
1: And I'm just very nitpicky. So.
0: (laughs) Well, you also know a lot about homes and houses in general. And what, you know, looks bad and can be done and and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And
1: And just, like, up to code and what's. Mm -hmm you know what is correct in terms of just house buying and guidelines and yeah what we expect on our own properties and homes so i i think we both are pretty intelligent when it comes to that that spectrum and uh, of house buying i at least i like to think so
0: yeah and that's why we we we're, we're considering it and we I, I think we've come to the conclusion that we want to do it And our lease here is up in July, which I know we're thinking about this kind of early, but we have to think about it early because if we're buying a house, I mean, it could take anywhere from 30 to 90 days for Mm -hmm. it to go through, which is three months worth of time. So we're not necessarily seriously looking at houses right now, but we're going to start the approval process. We're going to start to figure out exactly where we want to be, exactly what we want in a home, what our budget's going to look like. So that way when time comes... We can just look at the house if it's in the budget, we can write it up and be done with it and put in an offer and put in an offer and be done. So which is crazy so I mean if we look I, at it's this year scary yeah I know we look at this year. we started off with an engagement. then you got a car <laughs> then we got a puppy. <laughs> and we're
1: then gonna we're gonna buy to a house,
0: house. <laughs> and then we're gonna get married. Towards the middle of next year.
1: That's a lot. <laughs> and, it's a lot. And there better not be anything else. <laughs> yeah. We are done after this for a while. But we're being really smart about everything. So it sounds a lot like a lot yeah. more than it is. Like I've already had people that are like, oh my gosh, you guys have forgotten engaged. You got a brand new car. You got a brand new Husky. And I'm like, it sounds a lot more lavish than it really is we're just really smart when it comes to stuff and it's not as crazy as it seems
0: and we've been preparing for things like this for years yes i mean when i tell you we have been saving money and putting money aside for the past three four years for cars for weddings whatever we need it for
1: Mm
0: -hmm. i'm not lying you know like
1: we have (laughs) we've tried
0: and we you know we we know what these things are going to cost we know what our max is and our budget is and especially with the house if we don't find it in our budget we're just going to keep looking i mean we can always just release
1: and our budget that we're even looking at right now it's not like what we can afford it's it's more so like we could afford more but we're looking really to stay around what we're paying rental wise if not below that we could afford a higher monthly payment but we would prefer to save money and continue building our savings along with getting a, a new house for us. Like yep. we don't we don't need some, you know, three, four hundred thousand dollar house at the ages of at that point, you know, twenty four and twenty two when yep. it's our first starter home of us and three animals.
0: And the way I think of it too is okay, well if we're paying around thirteen hundred dollars a month right now for rent. If we can find a house that we're going to be happier in, mm-hmm. and build equity in for eleven hundred dollars a month,
1: it's a no brainer. Right off
0: the bat, we're saving <laughs> two hundred bucks a month. Plus, all the positive equity we're going to gain down the road, even if we sell in two three years, mm-hmm. I don't care if it's just a thousand or two thousand dollars. That's the more money still than we have
1: made <laughs> exactly.
0: So you know, in our minds, it this is almost like a no brainer.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I would love to make back on equity whatever we spend in our down payment
1: oh absolutely
0: you know if we spend you know if we put i don't know ten thousand dollars down which is you know roughly five percent of a a house around this area then i would love to make that money back in equity and i think Mm -hmm. it's definitely possible if we buy it in the right area
1: i think it is and plus you know With us being first-time home buyers, there's different stuff out there to help us with our down payment. Even if we're willing to put that down, there's some, you know, they help with closing costs. They help with this and that. So it's a good time to do it.
0: Yeah, it's a smart decision, and it's good right now because interest rates are low. Mm -hmm. Now, if the economy starts to pick back up in the next year or so, once COVID starts to get sort of under control with vaccines rolling out, etc then we will have shot ourselves in the foot by not buying a home. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because as things start to look up, the interest rates are just going to go up because the banks are going to think that people can afford it. And so the last thing we want is to spend more money. So if we can lock in (laughs) in an interest rate now and be good for the next three, four years, Mm
1: -hmm. I mean... I would much rather have that.
0: It's the best time to buy right now. Mm -hmm. And... You know that that's the the knowledge that we're going with, and you know down the road, hopefully it'll be a good time to sell, um, depending on how bad interest rates get. But like I said, it it all depends on who's who's getting what, and so our lives are crazy.
1: They are, but it's a good kind of crazy, eh? Kind of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a lot of stress.
1: It's stressful, and and
0: it just means that we have to work double time to Stay up on everything that we've got going on to make sure that we're successful at what we're doing and to make sure that we get what we want and You know, we've always been that way. We've always been prepared for the challenge of life and I'm excited. Are you excited?
1: I am. It's just There's just I know you're thinking about it now. I am thinking about it, but
0: it all comes in stages. So like right now Obviously, we're doing preliminary planning for the wedding. Then we're going to buy a house. You know, in March, April, we're going to start seriously doubling down on a house. Wedding stuff is kind of going to go to the side. And then after we get the house situated, then we're full swing into the wedding. And then it's just from there, we we just, after the wedding's over, I mean, we're...
1: That's it. We're (laughs) (laughs) scot-free. Thank God.
0: Hopefully we are, but... (sighs) But that's exciting, and I'm really excited for it, so.
1: Which, I feel like all this kind of leads to, like, the question of changes, which I personally, <laughs> not that I don't like changes, I do like changes, because I don't want to say I'm a very stagnant person. I'm not necessarily a stagnant person, but it depends on my, it depends on the day and my mood. Yeah. It really does. It really, it completely depends on my mood and personality that day, which sounds like I'm like some crazy person, but it it sounds crazier than it is. But I do like change. I just get very anxious and I overthink a lot of things. I'm a really big Mm -hmm. overthinker, unfortunately. Anybody that's an overthinker will understand that. But so anytime there's a change, I think of all the bad stuff that could happen (laughs) Which sounds really bad, but that's immediately what my mind goes to. It's not always the happy stuff. I think of like, oh my gosh, but what if this happens or this or this or we have to think about this too. And then I have like this laundry list of stuff in my head that I began to spit out randomly throughout the day. And I have this giant list now that's in front of me. But I do like change. Nick is, I think, much better with change than I am, which is good because somebody needs to balance myself out.
0: Well, I... I like to tackle change head on. You know, I, I classify change as anything that is outside of our normal routine and our normal lives. Any new whatever it is. If it's a new restaurant. I mean, that's change. If it's yeah, but a that's new, an
1: easy change.
0: Exactly. But it, they're all the same. You have to tackle them all the same. And so when I think of change, I always get scared of not changing enough. Because I feel like the world is always changing And that we have to keep up with the world and keep up with change or else we're going to become irrelevant. And we're going to be stuck in our own sedimentary ways. And we're going to be pushed out. And we're just going to live in the same house with the same friends, with the same dogs and the same lives until we die. And I don't know if that's something I want. You know? Like, I want to be a part of things. And that's what always scares me about change is that... The world around me is changing too fast for me to keep up with. And so, like, I sit here in this, you you know, meaningless home with, (laughs) you know, because this house doesn't mean nothing to the world. You know, I'm just, like, one person in the middle of the world that's living their own separate life, and I worry about it not being in sync with the rest of the world. You know what I mean?
1: Kind of. I mean, but it doesn't matter if you're in sync with the rest of the world. You're not supposed to copy everybody else.
0: Well, no. I'm not saying copy, but I'm just saying keeping up with the times. Yeah. And being a part of things. And, you know, I always, for some reason, I always fear the day where I won't be able to keep up with the technology.
1: Oh, I was thinking that while you were saying that. Because, you know, like our parents and yeah. grandparents especially, and they don't, like, I love my dad to death. My dad will text me y'all, and he will say like something I don't know, like Gizmo says hi, which is our old family dog. Dot dot <laughs> dot, dot 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 dot, and then all these random emojis like music, emoji, emoji, music <laughs> emoji, dog, dog emoji. <laughs> like just random stuff that doesn't really go with it. But I that just that's just how he texts. But I think that's a prime example. I mean, he's trying to keep up with the times in terms of texting, okay? Whenever they were kids, they, did, they didn't even have cell phones. But, like, in terms of that idea, and it's like, are we ever going to get to that point? But I feel like we can't because we were yeah. raised around technology.
0: But I feel like it's the same way. I mean, they were raised around technology, too. It was just a different kind just because it wasn't on a cell phone. You know but what I mean? they didn't have
1: that much technology. They had barely black and white tvs when my dad was younger and
0: pagers yeah but who's to say i mean think about technology in broader terms though uh you know during the 1900s technology didn't change a whole lot now towards the end of the 1900s i i guess the 2000s you know 1990 19 it changed very quickly 1990s the internet hit and electricity really started to take off and become a worldwide phenomenon and everything changed rapidly and we grew up in that but who's to say that that rapid change isn't still going like yeah when we're 40 50 60 years old we're not going to be able to keep up
1: but that's the thing is i don't even remember the change when we were alive during it like i remember having dial up internet and having those massive cell phones like do you remember seeing those big cell phones or like the nokia phones you know what i'm talking about yeah where they weren't flip phones they were just a phone and my i remember because my dad had one but like i remember dial up internet and you couldn't even like it's not like you could go to youtube and like all this other stuff and then i i think about it growing up and i don't really remember the time it flipped I just remember everything, around, like just growing with the technology. And it's yeah. just like, oh, dial up internet's not a thing anymore. Oh, we have flip phones. Oh, now we have slide phones. Oh, now we have smartphones. Yeah. Like, it, I don't really remember a time and a place. It just yeah. happened.
0: Well, and I think a lot of it has to do with, too, and this is the only hope that I have for keeping up <laughs> with the change, is that the way that humans. Mm -hmm. and and people all across the world receive information is completely different than it was 20 years ago yeah you know now we all have a screen that instantly tells us when something happens when it's invented when it's created when it's even being thought about being invented or created and we get a notification when the new iphone comes out we get You know, a whole list of new things that are happening. And so I think that, one, smartphones and the internet are at the best they've ever been. Oh, absolutely. And it's going to keep people more in sync with the times as they go on. But at the same time, I think about it, when we're 50, 60 years old, I mean, who's to say we can keep up with all that?
1: But see, how can we not? Like, that's the thing. I just, I don't understand how we couldn't. I mean, I also see like we could be just like every person that gets older. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff changing rapidly and they're not using it like they're retired. So you're not in the field of technology every day. You're not learning how to mm-hmm. do this and that every single day or getting introduced to new softwares and and stuff like that so i i can see it in that sense but i also am like if we continuously keep ourselves updated with stuff we would know
0: well that's the thing when does it get to the point where we can't keep our ourselves updated either because we don't know we're not keeping up with the information or we don't understand it i don't know You know, so...
1: (laughs) I guess we'll see whenever we're 50, 60 years old. That's
0: change on, like, a very broad spectrum. But, I mean, I I do fear change, and I I fear becoming sedimentary. Like, I I do... uh, Maybe it's just because of where we're at in our age right now, Mm -hmm. in our lives, is that I don't want to be stuck in one spot. You know, Mm -hmm. like, even when we're buying a home, we've accepted the fact that we're not going to stay there. Yeah. And I don't want to stay there. I don't want to live in South Carolina for the rest of my life. I want to do things. I want to be somebody. I want us to be somebody. I want bigger things for our lives. I'm not ready to stop.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, which is why I embrace change if we go about it smart. Because I think you're always afraid of change, especially big things like this.
1: Oh, but little things I don't care about, but big things that are (laughs) life-changing, like... Like a house or Very, a car or, like, or an engagement. When I, well, no, the engagement, that's not, I wasn't scared about that. That was you know, an easy five change. Five years ago, you were. Oh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you put it that sense, but the past few years, that hasn't been scary to me. But like houses and cars and moving and even switching jobs, like, I, he's going to knock over our picture. <laughs>
0: get
1: out of here. Um, that is like, I just, I get, like I just get I just I don't know what it is about it's just my personality and I just get very on edge
0: yeah
1: and some people can take that stuff by by the horns and they don't care and it's it's easy and I feel like I'm pretty good at accepting stuff or on the outside I'll make it seem like I'm good and on the inside I may be low-key freaking out a little bit but you (laughs) won't know unless you're Nick
0: yeah. So I try to
1: hide my stuff pretty well.
0: Well and that's okay. I mean that's it's the per- type of person you are, and I think we do balance each other out because, you know, if I could move to New York City or California and be financially stable tomorrow, I would. But you wouldn't. And I would be you scared because when if something
1: out. happens, you know, or and that's what you gotta you think of the about. reality of the situation. Well yeah, and I
0: think about the reality <laughs> But I guess I just have more confidence in our ability to adjust to the reality than being scared to confront it head on. Yep.
1: And that's how we balance each other out, everybody. <laughs> because,
0: I, you know, I think about it and I'm like, all right, I have faith in ourselves. I think we're pretty smart people. I think we do well for ourselves. If Let's do it. Joe <laughs> Joe Blow down the street can move to California and be perfectly fine, why can't Nick and Natasha, who are college-educated people, who control their lives, control their money, control their mental state perfectly fine on a daily basis. I don't know. Maybe I, yeah. I'm boosting our ego too much.
1: I don't know. <laughs> like for me, I mean, I, I have faith and trust in us too when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I still, there's a part of me that's just a little <laughs> nervous. Yeah. A little bit.
0: And that's okay. But it's fine anyways that's been um what's this podcast called uh i forgot
1: cats washers and
0: no oh the whole <laughs> podcast nobody cares nobody that's nobody what
1: cares. <laughs>
0: clearly, clearly we don't even care <laughs>
1: i definitely thought he was talking about what we're gonna title this oh
0: my gosh so
1: uh that's
0: that's Natasha. Well, we we thank you you guys for listening. If you listened last week, let us know. Um, if you listen this week, let us know. We we have a lot of fun doing this, and we're gonna keep doing it until somebody tells us to burn all the equipment because I we bought got some, it all. And just so you guys know, I bought some pretty good microphones that we've been using this podcast and the last one. So let us know how things are sounding, how things are um coming together Mm -hmm.
1: um they sound better
0: we want to keep making it better i want to keep making it better so people want to keep listening i like it i want to get like some intro music and stuff like that you know what i mean
1: like david dobrik views
0: that's Mm, what the music will be
1: no that's kind (laughs) of lame
0: (laughs) thank you guys for listening if you have any suggestions for next week any life-changing altering topics let us know if you want us to talk about Something that happened in the news or something that happened in in life, let us know. Or
1: if you have a a fun fact of the week you'd like me to share, message me.
0: Yeah, so Tasha doesn't feel bad if it sucks.
1: The goldfish one did not suck. I know,
0: but I knew that one.
1: No, you didn't because you said two seconds and it was three seconds. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right, well, thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you
1: next week. Bye.